0: Welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a Blowness episode. Beep, 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 pew, pew. Thank you guys so much for signing up for our Patreon. Uh, and uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: Cannot say enough. You are the bread and the bones and the blood of this podcast.
0: So just to let you guys know that um, in a uh, day or two, Ash and I are going to put up on this feed, our Patreon feed, uh, just a fun little video of us playing uh, Guess Who, but with all challenge people. Um, we don't know that the people who signed up for this like the challenge.
1: Yeah, we don't know if you care, but the fun thing is that we will we'll we'll do it in a way where you can play along at home. We're
0: hoping. We really don't know the tech. I we're, have a plan. We we're gonna. I think we might implement Zoom, and we might also be doing it from two different rooms.
1: Yes, but what, the thing, the way it'll work is we'll tell you who's on our board, so you can you can write it all down on a list, and then cross out the names as we go.
0: I mean, maybe we should just make this Patreon podcast figuring out the next (laughs) Patreon that we do. Now, you know what? Let's just do what we had planned. Ashley, uh, what are we going to do today?
1: We're going to talk about two Disney movies. We're going to talk about the Country Bear movie, and we're going to talk about the Haunted Mansion movie. Now,
0: we're talking about these two movies because these two movies are two movies that we watched while in quarantine the past couple of days, and uh, honestly, they are two of the worst movies I've watched in a long time, and they happen to have come come out, what, a year year apart? Correct.
1: Uh, Disney went on a little spree where they were doing a lot of movies based off of rides in the park that um, did not come from a movie previously. So, you know, you've been to Disney and you know that most of the rides there are based on Disney movies. A handful are just original rides and so Disney thought, well, let's uh, do this backwards and make a movie for them. The first was Tower of Terror in 1997. Wow. Never saw that movie. No.
0: We gotta add that to the list there's a movie called tower of terror from 97 there's
1: a movie called tower of terror based off of the ride from 1997 is that
0: on disney plus
1: i don't know we got to find out
0: i mean are you sure about this because i kind of feel like 1997 is when the when that ride may have debuted
1: it was a television film so okay so it was a tv movie it was a disney television film was
0: so it aired on the disney channel
1: correct tower of terror 1997 followed by Mission to Mars in 2000.
0: See, now I remember Mission to Mars. Was
1: that also with Eddie Murphy? I don't know, but it was theatrically released. I do so remember Mission
0: to Mars. That was in the theaters. Now we went on the Mission to Mission to Mars ride. You know that, right?
1: I get it confused. Is that the name of it? Is that the one where everybody got sick? Yes, in our group? it just
0: spins you around with G-force in a room.
1: I loved it, but everyone else in our little group
0: miserable, miserable.
1: And then I made a stranger take our picture outside of the ride while after we were all sick. Yeah, and that was really that. I felt like the beginning of the, um, the bad luck Disney.
0: So nauseous in that little cabinet they put you in. Uh, and like the fact that they give you things to do like you have to like press a button based on like what position you hold what rank you hold See, on the ship
1: this is uh, this is the difference between us I love I, I love having a task so I was like very into that I was a pilot I was like yes I'm ready how
0: disgusting it was that they forced us to touch something that other people touched right before we did uh, it I mean, is
1: very odd to think about now in this this time that we're living in I mean I was just talking to to nick before we started the podcast and i was saying i'm particularly disney crazy um and i'm usually you know you guys listen to the podcast i'm a disney fan we know that but i'm feeling this like Urge and need to go to a theme park. And I think it is because, in my mind, that is a safe place where nothing bad can happen. And so, because I'm stressed out and I'm stuck in our apartment in Brooklyn, I'm daydreaming about days at Disney. I'm looking back at our pictures from our last recent trip and going, oh, We didn't realize how lucky we are.
0: And I'm in the other room day drinking, and I think I'm in Disney. I'm like, wow, I'm having a great time. Look how lucky I am.
1: You're like, this ride's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. I feel nauseous for some reason. You're like, who's this guy pointing at Lily? Um, I'm like,
0: hey, you're fucking Donald Duck.
1: (laughs) I'm like, And planning. Lily's like,
0: literally, any of the other characters would have fit more than Donald Duck. And I'm like, you still look like Donald Duck.
1: I've been saving, I've been joining a bunch of, I don't know if Nick knows this, I've been joining a bunch of um, Facebook groups. What? Disney run Facebook groups.
0: Behind my back.
1: Uh huh, behind it. Um, because I've decided we're going to run a half marathon at some point. I I I've want to get back to the shelter and the safety of Disney so bad the during shelter- this pandemic.
0: Disney is the least sheltered place in a pandemic.
1: I know that's the problem. It is creating this like th- this false... Like uh, this false safety, there's a a struggle within me because I know that like, A, Disney's not going to be open up for a while. Okay. Actually,
0: they, Disney Paris apparently is talking about opening up at the end of May. (gasps) There is some talks. I got an inside person in the Disney world. Okay. In the Disney world. It's my father. Um, What up, Steve? I'm sure he doesn't want me to actually talk about this, but he is on calls with like um, risk management people all over the globe in the Disney uh company and I think they're trying to open this fucker up a little quick uh they need the revenue from it so they're trying not that they're going to ha- it's going to happen But that's what they're trying to do. And I think really the end of May is to get their just essential workers in there to start kind of like figuring things out.
1: Okay, I need to get there. I I have Disney fever so bad from being in quarantine that today I was talking to Nick and saying, like, I think when this is over, we should just move to Florida, get some jobs as cast members, work at Disney, start a family, start a Disney based podcast Nick, really, he wasn't having it. In fact, he's rolling his eyes. No, I'm not.
0: I think I just came down with COVID.
1: Um, <laughs> sorry.
0: I, uh, no, I'm not rolling my eyes. I just, the idea of moving t- uh, to, to Florida. Uh, to work I, at Disney. Just is like, man, how much is my life going to change after uh, this pandemic is uh, has run, it, run its course the first time around? Am I going to be a person who's going to be uh, fleeing New York City for places uh, more rural like a Florida? Or am I going to be a person who's going to be like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Nothing, nothing affects me now. I lived through the quarantine of 2020 and in New York City.
1: I know. There no is less. like a grit to being in New York right now. I got friends who bailed
0: on New York City who went to like a cabin in Albany or something. and they're, And they're like pussies i get.
1: i don't know what i No, nah, I, I think they're doing pretty great <laughs> <Not> <laughs> i, I don't i don't at first fine. i was like you can't leave new york and then i was like i was just worried about the spread of the virus but then they were like we're quarantining for two weeks before we go out into this town and i'm like well i guess i'm just jealous
0: what town nothing's open
1: I don't know. People are in like Connecticut and stuff. They're going to Target. People are still going to Target. Yeah. I mean,
0: we could go to a, would you want to walk into a Target right now though, Ashley? Hell no. No. I never want to go to
1: a New York based Target.
0: We haven't been to like the supermarket in our neighborhood in a month. Yeah. Um, And uh, I'm like afraid to go there at this point. I'm strictly going to my one little grocer. Um anyway, Disney. <laughs> yeah, uh, we really didn't mean well, to go
1: down this rabbit hole. It's okay. But something that your dad forwarded us this morning was um like Disney virtual rides where you can like ride a Disney ride and it was I did a couple this morning and I was really into it.
0: Was it fun? I mean I've done these that people have just put their cameras on rides before and you can go on YouTube and find these things. You've
1: done Alice in Wonderland and Disneyland? I
0: haven't. Exactly. But but I'm I'm saying like how much different was this than that
1: it's better because it's disney sanctioned the ones that you're talking about like someone's like sneaking in a camera yeah so the sounds kind of off and weird this just felt like smooth and easy peasy
0: yeah i check it out
1: so we're having ashley's having disney fever we've you know we're stuck at home we decided to start watching movies we're not a we're not a big movie family we're more of a television family as you
0: can tell by our podcast we (laughs) may not have that much room uh, for movies
1: (sighs) yeah movies just seem like like too long, and they're also the length of like two shows we could be watching. So we tend to just watch television. So we decided to watch two Disney movies based off attractions that we love. And like I said earlier, the first was the Country Bears. Before we get into the actual movie, let's talk about the ride. It is a 15 and 55 second animatronic show. And it's at Disney World and Tokyo Disney. There was one at Disneyland. They closed it in 2001, two years before the movie came out. Very poor planning. It's beloved, this ride. It's kind of got a cult following Um, It really reminds me of like the early or or the the showbiz shows of days gone by. Showbiz pizza. Showbiz pizza, which I don't think you ever saw. No, I only
0: went to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. But it's the same thing um except without like the southern rock flair it's
1: i would argue that showbiz was better and that's not because showbiz was my you know original show it's because showbiz just had like more attention to detail well
0: chucky e. cheese basically bought showbiz and then changed the things and made them more national and took the southern bullshit out of it correct
1: showbiz bought Chuck E. cheese and thought this actually has more room to grow than our showbiz, and they close showbiz and then just spread Chuck E. Cheese throughout the land. Right.
0: So Chuck e- So I had the Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese was an animatronic show where pe- kids would have their birthday parties. And they're still around. As a matter yeah. of fact, there's one in, I mean, I guess we'll never see it again, but there is one in downtown Brooklyn. I mean, we could go to a Chuck E. Cheese and check that shit out.
1: I don't think we can. I think you have to have a kid with you. What? I think that they're. there, what? the last time I checked, because I was like wanting to go to a Chuck E. Cheese, you can't go as an adult. Why don't you have we put to have like, a kid. Why don't we
0: put Lily in like a little <laughs> suspenders and a diaper or something and be like, well, this
1: is our kid. I mean, who knows how enforced that rule is, but it is, I, I would feel like. Like people were watching All right, us. Let's the whole put
0: time. you in like a little diaper, hey. and I'll bring you over there. I'll
1: be like, this is my kid. So the Country Bears Jamboree. It is a non-moving ride. You just kind of get shuffled into a performance hall, and you watch these bears sing on like I think like five different platform stages there's also some stuffed animals there's some moose heads uh, up against the wall and an elk i think and they talk to you throughout they're sort of like the chorus the greek chorus commenting on what they're seeing um nick you, you did you go to country bear jamboree as a kid oh yeah okay. that was like
0: my sister's thing man don't you know her story tell me about got, it she got so uh she got so into the country bears um actually she got scared when the blood on the saddle song happened i think There's something that happened with my sister there. But yeah, we went and did this a few times. Yeah, Um, I went as a kid. I remember going as a kid. Now, I have a question for you. you, Were the shows different from Disney World and Disneyland? And are the shows different from Disney World and Tokyo Disney?
1: Great question. They are not. They're all this. Oh, shit. Pause this. We're back. Okay. So what I was going to say is that that they're all the same. But then I remembered I had read somewhere that the Tokyo Disney uh, version has like a couple of extra songs. So I looked it up and it says that all versions of the attraction are similar. Okay. So they're not the same, but they're similar. And there are there's some variation with songs that are played. The reason why um, I was quick to say that they are the same is because the Haunted Mansion that you know we'll be talking about in a little bit those rides are different are very different specifically um disney paris and so you know country bears is very similar so that's the answer so they're they, very similar
0: what if they take like what songs do you know why they're different the tokyo Dis- disney one and the disney world one why they're different why they didn't just carbon copy the whole ride
1: i don't know i know that in disney world in disneyland tokyo um there are songs that are sung in japanese so i think they had to re-record some songs and i know that there are just some titles of songs i've never i had never heard before like fractured folk song which i'm like i would love to know what that is um who knows did
0: you put it in youtube no i'm sure if you put the names of the songs in youtube you'll get the whole thing as a matter of fact put tokyo disney country bears into youtube and i bet you can watch the whole show
1: yeah i do know that uh tokyo disneyland has old Slewfoot, which is my favorite song yeah
0: sing a little bit of that
1: um do you really want me coming to come down a
0: mountaintop? <laughs> tell me what you see.
1: High on a mountaintop, tell me what you see. Bear, bear, tracks, bear tracks, bear tracks, coming after me. me. He's round across the middle and he's thick across the rump, doing 30 miles an hour, taking eight feet to jump. He ain't never been called, ain't never been treated.
0: Some folks say he looks a lot like me. All right. Now well, I know that
1: from an old. I know that from a banjo song, a Jim and Jesse banjo song. Um, old slewfoot. I mean, a lot of these songs I heard before. You know, the Ballad of Davy Crockett. Um, well, when that
0: one we went into this thing in our our last trip to Disney World in October of 2019, the good old days. Um. Ashley, like we went to this attraction, Ashley, like couldn't really remember it so much. Well,
1: that's the problem is that it really blends together with showbiz. Right. So it's like my child memory of yeah. Country Bears and showbiz overlaps big time. And
0: so when all of a sudden the songs started to happen, like, I mean, we yeah, we were probably, I would say it was a quarter filled, the room that we yeah. were in. I mean, we had a lot of room to spread out on those uh, bleachers. and uh, More like pews. Pews, Yeah. And, uh, Ashley, I tell you, as soon as that first song hit, Ashley jumped up on her pew and was just like,
1: yee
0: <laughs> Like, she couldn't believe it. She was just <laughs> laughing and singing and... That's part like,
1: of that is that you woke up Lily and she just looked at you so angrily. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, our cat.
0: <laughs> Ashley, yeah. And then, like, literally the animatronics, like, I could tell them, like, looking at one another, like, being like, who the fuck is this motherfucker <laughs> right
1: now? I was like, I'm home, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> it's me. I'm the long lost bear. Call me Barry um yeah i loved seeing this ride again as an adult it really it brought back like all the old memories of um childhood i wonder why we didn't do it in 2016 do you remember
0: we had an itinerary in 2016 we had less and we time, time to mess to, around we had less time to mess around this felt like a mess around but never again will we miss this attraction
1: no it's so good and then we became um country bear obsessed after this ride well then i was like
0: i'm sure we've done this all on our Disney. we've Eve talked podcast, on it so but, but well, basically at this point and i'm not we're not going to talk about our trip that much longer after this but basically at this point i was like dead set on getting a country bear pin and then you want a
1: country bear merch yes. and that's when i talked to the guy who'd been working there we all know that sweetheart who said it was his dream to work there
0: he'll never see that attraction again by the way how sad? dare
1: you say that it's true why because
0: he's like 80 years old man they're not gonna let him back in that park <sighs>
1: he oh that poor guy yeah okay so i was like we're, we're trying to get some country bear merch and he's like they don't have no country bear merch but we do have some hidden country bear mickey pins first time ever yeah and we were like what and not we spent, not actually the first time Not the ever. first time ever second um, time um,
0: it was like the second time ever and like it just so happened released to be, when the movie came out just so happened to be that year they had released like the hidden mickey pins and one of the sets was the country bears and so then that got us completely obsessed with the hidden Mickey pins, specifically these. And we found a couple, um, in the park trading Ashley did. Um, and then we Ashley again, then cheated when she got to New York city and she just bought the whole set on eBay. Oops. And I believe you have two sets now, correct?
1: No, I have one set and then I have the ones that we got in Disney.
0: Yeah, but we got a lot of them. So we're, we're hooked up with these country bear pins. Um, so yes, it was a, it was a fun, definitely a, um,
1: uh, Memorable, a
0: highlight of that trip. It was a highlight of the trip, and I think about it quite a bit. It's a good, it was a good time, but so. Then I heard about this movie, mm-hmm. and I had I had heard that this was a bad movie. Yes. It like bombed out pretty hard. What was it, 2002?
1: 2003, came this movie. Came, oh, no, it's world premiere. Yes, July 21st, 2002. Summer
0: blockbuster of mm-hmm. 2002. I mean, the world's kind of reeling after, the country's kind of reeling after 9-11 at this point. So, like, all bets are off a little bit as far as what people are watching and doing still. We were about to go into our war with Iraq, like, full on in the next, that year. And the next year was really the beginning of our forever wars in the Middle East. Um, yeah,
1: just, this podcast has gotten, has this, taken a turn. You
0: have to, to, in context, you have to talk about that. I mean, yeah. it's true. I, I I mean, first of all, this is a Patreon episode. They People are, we're not, we're not here to actually, uh, you guys are not being enlightened by us. That's not what we're <laughs> doing here. We're here to just help you guys kill time for a little bit. No. And we're thanks. very happy to do that. But I do want to say that, you know, and this brings up a good point. Thank you, Nick, for bringing up this good point. But, you know, I, as some of you may or may not know, I do, I've had a past, assorted past with professional wrestling. Right now, I'm on and off. I'm on and off with professional wrestling. And I remember watching wrestling, right, up until a point, and then my, as a kid, you know, as, a, as, as somebody, you know, 12, 13 years old, between the ages of 10 and 13, being pretty obsessed with the WWF at the time. And... I've gone back because there's a streaming service to watch certain things. And as most streaming services do, I can watch like every episodic piece of television that the WWF did up until a point. And I'm like, why don't I remember like stop watching wrestling? Like I just don't remember like the conscious decision to stop watching wrestling. Um, and then I didn't watch it until I was like 30 again. So then I went back and I started looking through things of what, Storylines I remember, and what wrestlers I liked, and the t shirts that I owned. And it's like, you know, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. And then, like, 2000, I'm like, I remember this storyline. And then I was like, oh, uh, after 2000, I I don't remember wrestling. Like, I don't recall any of this. And that's because of 9 11. I stopped watching it because 9 11 hit when I was a freshman in high school. September of 2001, if you guys remember correctly, I entered high school. The first week of high school, 9-11 happened. I grew up in New Jersey. My dad worked in New York City. It was very real to us here. Not that it was in other places in the country. I know it was, but this was like uh, an attack, it felt like, on us in this part of the country pretty personally. And so a lot of things changed. I was moving into high school, and then 9-11 happened, and my whole world was different. I stopped watching wrestling. I stopped like playing video games like there were certain things like I stopped like I was really grow up I ended up growing up a little bit so this world you know of people who are obsessed with Disney movies and things like that I'm sure Disney as a corporation took some sort of a hit you know and
1: I gotta I I hear what you're saying yeah I, I do agree with this cultural theory that like things were um, messed up right but i or, or or that there would be like some sort of cultural backlash that would maybe sort of affect fantasy based this movies. was a flop right yes like people was, didn't even go to see it this was a bomb right. it was a a, a hundred uh, percent giant loss and i hear what you're saying but i also have to just chime in and say that the number one movie was the lord of the rings followed by harry potter followed by spider-man so those were followed by star wars episode two attack of the clones can i tell
0: you something yeah what do those all have in common
1: they're not cartoons heroes oh
0: we want a hero at this time yeah george w bush wasn't cutting it
1: we might be onto something here nick with this country bear uh analysis country bear bear was like hey
0: look everything's normal there's no there's no hero needed
1: I said it was a flop. It was a, It cost like $35 million to do. And how much do you think it grossed? Worldwide. Worldwide. I would say 5 million. 18 million. Okay. Yeah. That's that's half. That's a lot.
0: So, all right. So basically we popped this movie on a Disney plus knowing that it was going to be bad. Boy, was it worse than I thought it was going to be. I mean, really bad. Now, number one, here is my biggest problem with the movie. And we never even talked about this. Maybe we did while we were watching it. The movie... Does not showcase any of the songs from the show.
1: It's so fucked up. There's no real reference to the Country Bear Jamboree except for there's Country Bear Hall, which I guess is supposed to be the country like where Country Bear Jamboree happened. But they've cut out like a big portion of the Country Bears. Okay, so we only have uh, four or five of the Country Bears. We no, we don't see Big Al playing Blood on the Saddle. Which I listened to a podcast with one of the puppeteers, and that's right. This is a puppeted movie.
0: Henson puppets, by the way. Yeah,
1: Henson puppets. The puppets puppets looked awesome. Puppets were incredible. Yeah. They were they were very large. They looked scary. They were they were kind of large (laughs) and there is like an element of surrealness to this whole movie. But
0: not enough.
1: But not enough, and I think it's because there was a recorded um, vocal track that went along with these puppets who were being puppeted by someone inside the suit and a puppeteer who's outside the suit. And usually the puppeteer who's outside the suit voices it because they're also, voice- they're also doing the facial movements. But that didn't happen. They hired voice actors. So there's just like something is just like a little off throughout this movie. And it is just um, a really unbelievable... Hard to follow, so many holes plot. Uh, It is, it's based around this uh, young bear.
0: Barry Barrington?
1: Yeah, he lives with his family. Come on,
0: Barry Barrington. Like, that's like, what's the name of the character? I don't know, fucking Barry Barrington. Let's talk about some real shit here. Like, that's (laughs) what, to me, seems like a name like that has come up with. It's like, it's a movie about a duck. It's like, I don't know, fucky the fuck duck. Can we talk, you know, to me, that doesn't, it seems like, no care was taken in this.
1: Yeah. And I would say that goes in, in large part for the entire plot. I mean, he lives in his family, which I, I thought was like he was in Connecticut, maybe it seemed like. And um, his family's all it's normal
0: human family and yeah. they're human. And he's not.
1: And he's like, I'm different. And they're like, No, you're not. You're they, not different. They don't
0: want to let him know that he's different. And it's like, now I'm like, at this point, I'm like, Did something happen? Like, how is there why are there bears and it's why is it all humans and then only a few bears the
1: movie exists <laughs> in a world <laughs> where humans and bears live side by side but there aren't that many bears and also you can't really talk about it and
0: it's not that you can't they just don't nobody's like oh yeah it's part of the you know that's part of the bear population in, yeah. in America that talks like they don't talk about it. They don't talk about, like, there was some sort of, like, ooze that dropped in, like, a national forest where, like, the the bears that ate the ooze became, like, uh, human-like. Yeah,
1: give us a Teenage Mutant Ninja exactly. Turtle backstory. There was
0: nothing. And then you have this, like, character of Barry Barrington who's, like, I guess a fourth grader.
1: Seems like he's 16. He
0: has no idea that he's a bear.
1: Which is uh, – uh, that is – that is uh, – offensive okay because they are treating the audience like that like it's inappropriate to treat us like we're just going to accept this storyline and move on doesn't make any sense
0: and then his brother his older brother is like yeah you're not like us like
1: yeah his older brother is clearly a bully has frosted tips uh,
0: he's clearly a bully yeah the way he's being depicted but also like the only person that is like making sense he's like turns out to be the voice of the audience who's like i felt bad for him at the end of the movie
1: what, he, the, what the, happens to the brother at the movie? I just movie? feel bad for him because he constantly be like, Why are we, like, he, he doesn't ever say, Why are we not addressing the fact yes, that he's yes, a bear? That's what he's saying. But that's what he's, saying, that's what he's implying yeah. in all of his lines. And I was like, This kid's going to need some therapy afterwards. You know, it's like he seems to be the only sane person in this world. I
0: needed therapy immediately following this movie. Now, here's my other problem with the movie it's like <laughs> they made the bears like leonard Skinner or something like they, yeah they made them like southern rockers rather yeah. than just like country people
1: they should have been bluegrass musicians yeah
0: and it's just like ridiculous now this movie opens up with like a sequence from like the 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 country bears like behind the music
1: Yes. And
0: Barry Barrington is watching and he's obsessed with the Country Bears. Now, this behind the music, the way it was shot, it had like Willie Nelson as like a person talking about the bears and how influential they were and like other rock and roll stars, you know, as talking heads in this like docu-series, basically. They
1: have Queen Latifah in the movie playing herself in the credits docu-series and then also a character in the movie.
0: It's weird, but this docu-series, the way it was shot, was actually pretty cool. and when it opened up, like the the, the movie opens up like you're watching the docuseries. series. So you don't know that it's gonna pull away from a TV and we're gonna go to like a traditional narrative movie. I thought that this was going to be like a mockumentary about like the country bears. And I was like, that is a fantastic way to do this movie.
1: They hundred percent should have.
0: It would have been hilarious. Like it's just a great form to work in the mockumentary. It's just like, it's like easy for jokes. They could have talked about like where they went and the fact, maybe they all passed away because it was a long time ago or like it didn't have to feature a story where like a narrative story. And that's all they did. And it turned into the classic, we got to get the band back together. Like we're like, we're on the road to get the band back together, which is classically Blues Brothers.
1: I would say it was a third, gotta get the band back together, a third, a police chase investigation by Blues two- Blues Brothers,
0: by the way. That's what happens in Blues Brothers.
1: Two cops who are trying to find out what happened to Barry. Because by the way, his his brother tells him, yeah, you are different. And then he leaves in the night to go find the country bears because the country bears said you can never be different or yeah, something and, like and that. And not
0: like, oh shit, here's some talking fucking bears. that like me. I'm going to go be with them. But more like, I just like this band. I'm going to go see this band. He never puts it together, not even at the end of the movie. He's like, wow, it's interesting because I'm a bear and you're a bear, but it's cool because we live together. Like, does not, no one brings it up. Hey, y'all, I feel bad for you, kid. You're a bear, a talking bear, but you got adopted by a human family. Like, I would understand what that means. I'm in the country bears. Like, Nobody ever talks about it ever.
1: Why isn't it addressed?
0: I'm sure it was addressed and they're like, doesn't work for this movie. Cut all those scenes out.
1: This movie feels like it had a very clear direction at first and then things started getting moved around and chopped up. By people higher up which often happens when people worry they have a flop on their hands they they scramble to try and fix it and then they just make it worse it felt like a hodgepodge of different plots and a different concepts for this movie um, which ultimately just made it you know difficult to watch
0: it was, I'll tell you what, I was kind of entertained by how bad it was. I mean, there, you, you and I looked at each other when the movie was over, like, it's over already? Like, that usually doesn't mean you didn't enjoy the experience watching it.
1: Well, yes. It's First off, it's wonderfully short. It's about the uh, the length of a challenge episode. It's
0: 90 minutes. 90 minutes is good for a movie. It's, it's not great. that short.
1: I think it was 80, which is really nice. And then also it was um, it was cheesy in the way where it could be like iconically loved. There's some there's some um, mu- music video-esque segments where they just break out into musicals with, I guess, little known pop stars at the time. I had
0: no idea that that person in the first music video segment was a real pop star.
1: I don't, I still don't know who she is or what her deal is, but there's a couple, there's two women in particular that they dance with and they do like a music video with one at a soundstage and then one in a diner. And I I enjoyed the campiness of it.
0: Sure. I mean, also we're talking about music. There was crazy cameos in this movie.
1: Yeah elton john
0: John. elton john was in this movie played like a like a lawn guy like a like a like a landscaper no he he
1: played himself he was just he was gardening his own lawn he they thought he was the lawn guy oh yeah whatever
0: (laughs) it was like a two-second thing wasn't funny
1: it was supposed to be a goof
0: also like um like don henley of the The eagles Eagles was in it yeah He, he he also played a song in it like that's the thing when they would move on to like the musical portions the songs would be who the, from the bears point of view being sung by like, Bob Dylan didn't he do one?
1: Um, I don't know if Bob Dylan did one, but the one that you're talking about is when Tennessee and Trixie do a duet at a bar, yeah. and then it cuts to um, Don Henley and Bonnie Raitt sitting at the bar, yeah. and they're like they're talking about it. I think Don Henley said that better
0: than the Eagles. Yeah, he does. He says
1: better than the Eagles, but they Don and Bonnie had recorded that song. Right, they recorded
0: yeah. that song. It's so weird.
1: It's it's star studded, and so basically, so this bear he goes back to, he tries to reunite the country. Bears, and he well he, he goes to country bear hall and when he goes to country bear hall he learns it is under threat of foreclosure from the bank and there's a mean villainous banker played by a just really scrumptious uh christopher walken yeah
0: walken is doing one of his best walk-ins here and, and god bless the guy it
1: was his first disney feature film
0: Wild. I mean, uh, he, he, he was um, he a shining a light movie. here, but I mean, still was ridiculous that he was in it. And the character he's playing was ridiculous. And the whole series of events that, it, you know, he wanted to knock down Country Bear Hall for some reason. You find out at the end, it's because like, he was like an armpit farting champion and it's, lost at some fucking you know battle of the bands or some contest against the country bears in like the 70s the feud that
1: pushes the feud that pushes this movie forward is a decade decades long grudge about armpit farting okay like christopher walken breaks down at the end of the movie and starts doing an armpit fart with a shirt on and which is
0: actually impossible which is
1: physically impossible it it was i mean thank god for him thank god for christopher walken he made the movie his villain um his character his he was just working it for every last second he was on that screen there is my favorite part of the movie the scene where he's crushing replicas of the disney hall and he's just laughing to himself and he keeps going oh no yeah oh no disney hall um, country bear hall and yeah. it's just really, really great.
0: I mean, it's it's the it's a ridiculous movie. It's freaky, it's weird, the story sucks, the songs suck. Um, and the the it's a letdown if you were looking for something like as a follow up to the to the attraction. I, it's just a bummer altogether.
1: Nick is right, it should a hundred percent been a um, making of the band. Um, it should have been a documentary. Yeah, ma- beh- behind
0: the music like parody or something like yeah. that. Now, that being said, I like this movie so much more than the Haunted Mansion movie.
1: That was my question. If you had to watch one of these again, which one would it be?
0: The Bears. Interesting. The Haunted Mansion movie sucked. That movie sucked sucked
1: let's get into the haunted mansion ride okay let's talk about it um it is a big favorite of yours i know that for sure yeah i and- like
0: any ride that you go through and there's like it's like a slow moving thing with animatronics talking to you telling some sort of a story or doing something yeah i like the animatronic filled rides you
1: like a narrative you like a story a thing that's happening now it does be a
0: story cuz this move this this ride is not necessarily a story right yeah
1: this ride is not based on a story it's just a bunch of sort of stitched together scenes because basically um this ride you know was in the works for It depends on who you talk to, actually, because the first sketch of Disneyland in 1951 shows sort of an outline for the Haunted Mansion, an idea of what the Haunted Mansion could be. But it wasn't until 1961 that Disney announced they were going to open the ride in 1963, but then it wasn't opened until 1969 because of the World's Fair. So it's it's a ride that took many, many, many years to develop, and it is based on many different storylines. There is my favorite, my favorite. Haunted Mansion lore Okay, is that when you turn backwards in the Haunted Mansion and you go down because there's a little part where your uh, doom buggy uh, turns around and you go down, that that is supposed to mimic the fall of the bride, the woman you see in the wedding dress when she has been uh, either shoved or jumped out the window. So you're supposed to feel that fall because it was at one time a story but it's so many different versions. So many people had their hands in it. It just became this stitched up vague idea called the Haunted Yeah, it's
0: like a hodgepodge of kind of spooky tales and things.
1: Except for in Paris, where they have the Phantom Manor. The Phantom Manor. And that follows um, a clear storyline about a bride, her lost lover, and her haunting the mansion. So that is what this movie was based off of, was sort of the Paris story. Now, the ride itself, it's awesome. We love it. We went on it. We, we went on it on both of our trips to Disney World. We went on it... Um, at the, the Halloween party where there were actors um, at, playing characters on the ride. Yeah. The cast members were dressed up.
0: Well, they were outside of that ride. I don't remember them being
1: inside. I just remember the guy who took us into the room. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Who's a usual Disney character was like playing sort of like a Frankenstein-like butler and he scared me and then yeah. you kept telling me he was following me, which continued <laughs> to freak me out throughout the ride.
0: Now, um, can I ask you, is the... Is the Disneyland the Disneyland version was the first the first version, right? Yes. Is that different? Actually,
1: no. Oh. A pause. We back. Disneyland was first.
0: Okay, now do the rides different from world to land?
1: Well, here's my deal with Disneyland, the Haunted Mansion: is that I was in California, okay? I was there with a gal pal, and we know about California's new laws. We were all taking advantage of it. I had taken some edibles before Disneyland. You criminal. (laughs) And uh, just a little bit, just a tiny little bit of edibles, not enough for anything crazy to happen, but I, but the ride shut down when we were on it and we were high and then we were stuck on the ride for 30 minutes. And so really my memory is just being in the graveyard and laughing because we were stuck on this ride and it was like absurd what was happening to us so i don't really I, I don't remember there being much of a difference but apparently there is from what research i've done um uh, but i what don't is remember the that.
0: difference just different scenes
1: there's apparently like a a door do you remember the door from the movie last night that, that was like breathing mm-hmm. that's apparently in disneyland i don't remember that from disney world do you no i
0: just remember that from like other scary movies they've done that
1: in fact in that part of the movie was filmed in disneyland
0: oh in the the actual in the ride so you
1: remember when he comes out of the picture yeah okay so when he comes out of the picture um that you you can apparently see tracks on the floor because that's where the rails for the ride is okay so that's pretty cool now so
0: the disney paris ride Mm -hmm. that's new Mm -hmm. right newer yeah for sure yeah and then so was the ride before the the movie
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: and so that's what kind of the impetus of kind of making this movie
1: well actually no i mean with this movie um it was after ghostbusters was successful and like what was that 1983 um, Disney was like, oh, we Maybe should... I it was 1980-
0: 1984. 1984.
1: Yeah. When, so following the massive success of Ghostbusters, this is from IMDb, Disney greenlit the film in the mid-80s. At first, they would only give permission for the film to be made if Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, or Rick Moranis would play the lead role. So...
0: I love that the one black Ghostbuster was just not included in this. <laughs> like, I mean, that's... that's- I yeah. mean yeah he was I forgot the actor's name is he's not the best part of the movie but that's such that's like all of the ghostbusters and the Keymaster, but not the black ghost yeah. ghostbuster it's like so ridiculous it to is me. ridiculous and then also what were they gonna do
1: just steal the ghostbusters cast i don't know but that was so it goes back the plans for it goes all the way back there i mean are you ready to move on from talking about the ride to the movie because i got a lot to say about the movie yeah
0: let's talk about the movie i i, I want to just tell you right now that this movie had eddie murphy in it and it sucked i mean eddie murphy had a string of fucking bullshit movies Pluto Nash other ones but this has definitely gotta be the worst movie he was involved in I mean this thing was so boring the plot of this movie is like he and his wife are fucking real estate agents and they basically get the deed to, or they get the uh, a call from somebody at the Haunted Mansion who wants to sell the Haunted Mansion. They don't know it's haunted at the time, but they go in and they basically get stuck there. And then um, the we find out that the owner of the mansion is basically trying to court Eddie Murphy's wife who couldn't act her way out of a fucking paper bag. Awful in this movie. Um, and I would
1: argue that's not her fault and that her character was just being portrayed as like the perfect young maiden and that there was no room to act because she was just playing a perfect character, which is boring in and of itself. Yeah,
0: that's fine. That's fine. I'll accept that. Now, basically what we find out is that the person, the reason why the owner of the Haunted Mansion wants to court Eddie Murphy's wife forgive me, don't know the actress or the character's name, um, is because she looks like his, like, lover. He thinks she's a
1: reincarnation of his lover who took her life. And yes, looks
0: exactly like her, based on a painting. Yeah, thinks
1: thinks she took her life 100 years ago.
0: Meanwhile, there's a creepy butler that's, like, behind all of this, and the whole place is haunted, and Wallace Shawn plays, like, a uh, chef or something, or a a servant servant in the house who's, like... Uh, there's ghosts involved, and a lot of stuff you see from a lot of gags you see from the ride, which was kind of cool, like the singing, like um, statues, and you get the hitchhikers, which are like kind of iconic, um, you know, and some other stuff. Total bullshit. The fucking effects suck ass. I'd like to chime
1: in here. Yeah. Okay. First off, I'd like to say that this is the fifth film based on an attraction at one of Disney's theme parks. So it was the Tower of Terror in 97, Mission to Mars in 2000, Country Bears in 2002, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl 2003 seems to be the only movie that has done well and then this movie which came out on november 26 2003 why not on halloween i do not understand that decision this film grossed 182 million worldwide on a 90 million dollar budget and was completely panned by critics um trash i liked it
0: this is ridiculous. What did you like about this movie?
1: I liked that there were so many elements of the ride in this movie. And I think that I would have liked the Country Bears movie. Country Bears is cheesy, campy, a fucked up sort of the room type movie. You know, I'm talking about the room where you watch it to to marvel at how bad it is.
0: It's not as bad as that.
1: It really isn't. I I found the Haunted Mansion to be pretty lifeless. A boring story's terrible boring story real estate agents story's not good but I enjoyed all the Disney references in it. I enjoyed all the hidden Mickeys in it. I enjoyed, I laughed three times and I was scared four times, you know? <laughs> it got more of a reaction out of me than the Country Bears movie did. Oh,
0: uh, That's because you're just too close to the Country Bears. Like you're just offended by it. Like
1: I was offended that none of the songs were in there. Yeah, yeah that okay. was a real letdown you, for me.
0: So you the fact, consider the Country Bears to be almost like your relatives. Come you know on, you're mean? just saying
1: that to get me upset <laughs> the fact that this ride had so much of the this movie had so much of the ride in it is what i liked
0: yeah i just didn't care i think when those like three or four times you saw something from the ride popped up i was like oh shit oh cool done that was about as much enjoyment i got out of it it, it did not save the fact that this movie was so boring to me so boring not scary not scary enough to be a horror movie not funny enough to be a comedy not well acted enough
1: to keep me engaged the special effects were terrible um I, I eddie murphy made you laugh at the end what did he do that made me laugh he when the ghost dude the ghost husband the the man of the manor was making out with his wife yes he was looking at him weird and you laughed
0: yeah uh, he because he was like hey man that's my wife yeah because she, like turned into the, his wife at one point. It was it's so bad. So I would bad. watch
1: this again before Country Bears. So basically, the way, I mean, Nick pretty much summarized the plot. The ghosts of the haunted mansion have are are under a curse. Um, because this maiden a hundred years ago, um, killed herself before the man of the manor could propose. And then when he found out he hung himself and that is a reference to the hanging man in the ride, which is in all of the attractions. Um, and after he hung himself, um, the house and everyone who lived there was cursed. Now, the reason they're cursed is because the butler actually poisoned, the girlfriend the future wife because he didn't want the man of the manor to run off with her yeah and he hid that from her he hid he hid that from him he hid the letter from the the man of the manor's um, betrothed i guess secretly betrothed Mm because they were going to run off together and that's why they're cursed so the idea is that this reincarnation of that woman um, has come back will come back to the house and that they can get married finally they're going to kill her and marry her uh to the dead guy and then everybody can be released because they're stuck in purgatory the house is purgatory so they can be, re- be released either to heaven or hell and so basically the eddie murphy family gets stuck there over uh the weekend and they're trying to thwart this plan and prove that the butler. Uh, as I'm saying this, it's so yeah, contrived. It's terrible. They're trying to prove that the but they have to go through all of these different like uh, hoops to prove that the butler had killed this woman, and then that she he can be released and get his wife back and then at the end uh the gates of hell open up and suck in the butler and then the skies of heaven open up and suck up everybody else and his wife kind of dies but then the dead woman comes into her body and brings her back to life before going to heaven you
0: mentioned that this was a big like heaven hell purgatory movie
1: yeah i did yeah there was just themes of heaven hell and purgatory in this big time didn't like it you didn't like the themes, or no, you didn't I like didn't the movie. I didn't like all of it. it I didn't sucked. like that we saw people like go to hell, and then people go to heaven at the end. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not interested in a Christian agenda when watching a ghost movie, personally. That is not the the. Um, that, that's not the world I want to live in I just mm-hmm. like this idea more of just a haunted thing and there's ghosts I don't like it being like you know but and the, now they're going to ascend and, and that just brought in an element that was just like okay well now this is uh,
0: so if I could ask you what what ride or attraction would you like there to make a movie out of
1: hmm disney that's a good question I, I i do have more notes on the haunted mansion movie before we move on oh, okay. but i do want to think about that ride sure. and i think i'm gonna go with splash mountain
0: very funny
1: <laughs> super funny that's just a joke because that's a band band movie um that is super racist yeah. and has been retired and for there's good already reason. a movie yeah that's that's what <laughs> that's, the joke was
0: yeah the other the other reason why they shouldn't do it is because they already did yeah I would go um, Space Mountain,
1: I guess. I'd be interested in a space movie. I mean, why?
0: There's so many space movies. Okay,
1: Thunder Mountain.
0: Well, there's a lot of westerns out okay,
1: there. Okay, Peter Pan's Great Adventure. We already Flight. saw Peter. Pan. Okay, Small World. That would
0: be also probably pretty racist.
1: Okay, what do you want?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you give us some facts on on this movie? I'll think of something. I
1: took. I found some trivia on the movie. I just want to tell. Uh, I want to read it to Nick and get his feedback on it because I find these things interesting. Rock and
0: Roller Coaster, Aerosmith.
1: The Dapper Dans, a barbershop quartet that performs in Disneyland's Main Street, made a special appearance as the voices of the singing busts. I liked the singing bust. What did you think?
0: I liked them. They're in the they're in the,
1: the uh ride. They're, they're in, in the attraction. ride. They're yep. in the movie twice. They are, yep. They're they're It the, was a funny it was a funny scene. It was a funny scene. I like that. Now we saw the Hitchhiking Ghosts in the movie. We did. But they actually had a more prominent role in early drafts of the script, but they were trimmed back because it became too overwhelming to have all these different supporting characters chiming in all the time.
0: Yeah, because we only got like the Wallace Shawn and, and her his counterpart as like the ghosts yeah. that we can like actually interact with in this movie. Would
1: you have wanted more hitchhiking ghosts? Yes, I
0: would have. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, in addition to the, the uh, hitchhiking ghosts being cut out, having a more prominent part, originally Don Knotts... was cast as as the groundskeeper, Okay, seen at the entrance to the cemetery in the ride. While the character was cut as the script developed, both the groundskeeper and his faithful, fearful dog can be glimpsed among the ghosts populating the cemetery in the film. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been nice if he was in there? I guess they just had too many too many characters at once.
0: So I would like to see the rock and roller coaster. I'm Aerosmith. not done,
1: Nick. Okay. The red couch in Gracie's study was used in 2,000 Leagues Under the Sea in 1954. Isn't that cool? All
0: right, we're getting... The
1: chairs (laughs) in the dining room of that scene. We saw that dining room. I go, ooh, those are some cool chairs. Those chairs were added to the Disneyland and Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean attraction. In the Haunted Mansion, the chairs appear in the portrait of the updated attic belonging to one of the bride's murdered husbands. In both the updated versions of the Disneyland and Magic Kingdom Pirates attraction... It is the final treasure room scene as the chair Captain Jack Sparrow is sitting in. One more fact. The film is the only time in the Disney lexicon that, in reference to the Haunted Mansion, the risen dead are referred to as zombies.
0: Folks, that has been the podcast. Sorry, Ash. What that's the it. hell? That's you don't it. have it's anything. Too much.
1: You don't have anything to respond no. to that. You don't think that's cool? No. Disney doesn't use the word zombies, and they used it in this movie. Yeah. I like this movie because of the Disney lore behind it. It was scrub clean from the Country Bears. Folks, thank you so much and for the listening. ride that I would like. <laughs> the ride that I would like to see a movie based off of is, of course, the Yeti. Folks, uh Soren. <laughs> Soren? That would be the worst ride. Okay, test track. Oh,
0: God. Terrible. <laughs> All right, okay. folks. Thank you so much for listening. Spaceship
1: Earth, You're the
0: best. Uh, we, we we will, uh, you know, this is our first of our April Patreons. Expect another audio episode. And in the next couple of days, we're going to pop out that uh, weird game thing that we're going to do with Guess yeah, Who. Yeah, and-
1: play Guess Who with us. And let us, please give us feedback on that. Like, if it works, if it's fun, if you like it, if you don't. Because we'll do more stuff like that if you do. This is just a test round.
0: Also, I'm pretty sure we're going to put out, like, another supplementary sort of free bonus episode on our main feed, just about Survivor.
1: Oh, and one last thing for the new Patreon members who have signed up this month. Hello, welcome to the family. Yeah. Happy to see you. Thank
0: you for signing up.
1: Please send us your address. We will send you some stickers if you want.
0: If you want, like I, we understand that you may not want to be receiving mail from us like, <laughs> from New York. Yeah, at yeah, this moment, we get it. We get um, it. But do us a favor and contact us. You can email us at uh, realityblowspodcast at gmail DM us on Instagram at realityblowspod or On uh, Twitter, on, um, actually, on Instagram, (laughs) excuse me. It's Reality Blows Podcast on Instagram. Or on Twitter, Reality Blows Pod. DM us. Get in touch with us. Give us your address. Um, and if we don't hear from you, because maybe you guys are catching up on, on these Patreon episodes, uh, in a couple of, uh, weeks or days, uh, we will message you from our Patreon and we will, uh, we'll see if you want, but
1: yeah, you can, uh, if you're a Patreon member and you just want more stickers, just reach out. Yeah. If you just want
0: more (laughs) and we, maybe we'll make more stickers and give you guys them. Who knows? Um, we understand you might not want mail at this moment, but we could, you know, we, we, we're here for you uh so just let us know and thank you guys uh, we did have a little influx of people who wanna on our patreon and we are really um appreciative of it we really do appreciate um you. okay guys enough from us we'll talk to you on monday
1: bye